Hey, Josh. Thank you so much for rescheduling the podcast. I know how super busy you are. Yeah, so no big deal. Okay, not like I have things to do, Ash. Not like I have things to do. <laughs> that's that's what Balls does, though, man. He he makes everyone else help happy, but himself. Story, right, story of my life. That, that's the Not story you. of your life. We're actually so so instead of doing episode nineteen today, I know we were supposed to do the staircase. Uh, Josh, this is a little intervention. We're gonna do a Josh Ball's emotional hour. We're gonna do Josh Ball's emotional hour therapy hour. I got producer Jake here, even though he's not on camera. Uh, you know, if you're watching this right now, six 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 club members, you can't see Jake. Um, he's shaking his head, but yeah. So balls, we're here for a little intervention, buddy. Balls is still shell shocked. That I have to pay a thousand dollars to. <laughs> Bobby gave. I'm so, actually sending you those winners. Don't right send now. them to me. What happened? Bobby what spent a thousand dollars, twelve hundred dollars of my money yesterday. On who? He bought. He bought the chat twelve hundred dollars with a root beer. Can I jump in? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, jump, Bruce, in? Hey, jump in real quick. Jump in. Can I, like, okay, balls. You do realize companies pay us a quarter million dollars to get the placement that you have, hmm. and you want to bitch about twelve hundred dollars? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Balls, just take it out of uh the noir money. How about that? I'm never gonna see that money from you anyway. No, fuck you you're well you're well past that money at this point. This doesn't sound like an intervention, really? guys. It sounds like a rope. Oh really? Uh, hold on. I'm past hold that on. money. Okay. No. Wholesale money. Past that? No. Get Those there. blankets were he said, blankets there. were expensive. He said, get there. <laughs> Yeah, you said get there. <laughs> um, no, but uh, no, I'm I'm glad we're we're diving into this today. Uh, I think we need to uh, we do need to get on a schedule. Yeah, <laughs> we need to have an intervention. I think we need to have an intervention right. with okay. Ash about scheduling. I think I need to have hey. an intervention with you guys about how I don't have the time to research this much. <laughs> I'm getting ready to no, go on hey. tour. This took me three days. You know what, Ash? I, I got to say real quick. Uh, I'm very excited for today, episode 19, the staircase. Uh, but I, I got to say, all of all of the uh, work, Ash, that you and Balls put into these episodes are, are incredible. And I got to say, shout out to everyone that's giving us feedback on these episodes. Balls. I'm just showing Ash. Balls, I'm trying to have a moment. Balls, I'm trying to have a moment. My 12 pages of notes plus my... There's my notes. My five browsers that are open right now. Same. I've got two. Oh. I've got two phones with the case still on it. So, <laughs> um, it, it. You know, to be honest, this was one of those cases where um, it, it is so cut and dry, but also so not cut and dry at the same time that it really yeah. puts you on your toes, and you kind of start. I, I, you know, doing these, doing. Yeah, I know this is our what third or fourth uh, true crime okay. podcast. This is our. This will be our fourth one. This will be our and, fourth and you one. know what? Yeah. It's it's starting to like take over my life a little bit in a very uh, precarious way because I can't sleep at night. Um, I wake up and I hear shit. I, I definitely hear voices more than usual. Um, what? It, it's, it's definitely one of those things where like when you start to dive into those things and you make it a part of your life, it really does take, um, you, you know, know what? It, yeah. extent, it makes things, True. it makes things True. crazy. And it, you open the portal. You open can the, I, can the I portal. Can I ask no, you something, here. Josh? Yeah. Or Josh and Bobby, both of you. Hearing how devious and shady and horrible people can be while researching this stuff and the type of lies that people are capable of, do you feel like kind of like you're side-eyeing everybody now? Everybody. Like you know what's everyone like, what are you hiding? What's your double life? Yeah. Well, you know what's really weird is like, so I mean, 
a big, I'm so, I mean, I'm just gonna lay it out there. I lost my father two years ago today. Um, and it was, it was April 6th, 2020. And it was in the pandemic. And you know what? I had this weird feeling, um, cause he, he just got, um, he died of a heart attack. He died of a heart attack. If nobody's listening, I'm, I'm doing air quotes because I don't trust his fucking girlfriend. Well, his girlfriend at the time, because he just got, he got heart, he got stints put in his heart. And, you know, she was, you know, she, after he, he passed, she immediately read, uh, green lighted him to get, uh, cremated. Um, he, they, it was in the middle of a pandemic, so no one would do anything. They just, there was no like autopsy. There was no nothing. Um, I found his pills on the, on the table, which I, I, I'm, I think that she may have given him more pills and I think that she, um, she induced a heart attack. And obviously there's no autopsy. There was no nothing. There was, it was in the middle of a pandemic. There was all this stuff. Obviously it was like a, a weird, they're like, you're crazy. Don't even think about it. And obviously, so he got cremated the next day. So it was like, because it was a pandemic, there was no, there was no autopsy. So it was like in, but then she left immediately. She drained my da- dad's bank account. Cause they had a joint bank account. She was on his bank account. Motive. She took all of his pot. She took a bunch of things and like then drove and just left and went down to Florida, um, and just left. Married for? They weren't married. How long were they together for? I think like five years, four years. Ooh, Josh. So she she oh, took okay. his like stimulus check, which was illegal, and just like uh, st- drained the bank oh. account and then went to Florida and just went like this. And I was like, how can you just like leave? You can't. So, you wouldn't no. do that. And, 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 and doing these cases, it made me like, I di- I dove into it a little bit more. So it's like, it's engulfing my life. It's like, you know, it's it's not like. Could she uh, hear this? What? Like, could, she, could she like hear this? Oh, I don't give a she, fuck. Could she check out the podcast? And hear- oh, I, I hope so. Wow. Josh, I'm um, sorry. But it's it's crazy because this is it's, it's a part of everyday life. And you think of how, how many times people just overlook scenarios like this and this go oh it's you know and we talk about peterson yeah and we talk about his past his the past murder when um when you know there was a, a someone fell don't down say, the stairs. don't say it yet don't say it yet i have a i have a Outline. But I'm saying that's the thing is like I'm just saying how many things that were murders that people don't even know about that are just deemed that are just deemed um you know a a death and not a homicide or a suicide and things like that because people are shady and sketchy and shitty. What's what's that? I've I've needed therapy since birth. (laughs) Hey, hey, balls, real quick. I want to I want to shout out. uh, You know, you're like a brother to me, right? I mean, you are you are my brother, literally. Um, So I want to dedicate this episode to your father for sure. Appreciate that. Be 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 really cool. Um, Also, you know, on on this case, as we get into it here, Ash, I'll let you take it away in a second. It's a it's an interesting case, and uh, I knew nothing about this case. Ash, you reached out to us, said look up the staircase, and. I'm 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 gonna be honest here as we I'm gonna let you dive down, but I, I gotta be I gotta be honest about this case. It's it's so bizarre because on Netflix, you know, if you're listening right now, it's, it is on Netflix. Just just uh, look up the stair the staircase. Uh, it's a 13 part series that I'm just gonna come clean and say it like this. I feel like this all could have been a three part series personally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I know there's a lot of notes and a lot of different things, but this this whole case is one of the ones that just feels so bizarre and dragged out that I, I feel like it's very obvious of, of what happened and, and where it's at. 
But there is a twist, and I'm going to wait for it. I'm, I'm going to see if you guys bring it up. I'll let you dive Ooh. in right now. There's something that no one's talked about. I've I've never read it anywhere. I have a theory that no one's talked about. On us? This this is a case that I thought it could have been summed up in three three episodes. Totally. I, maybe maybe you're maybe you're different on it, but there's so many confusing parts to it, and then. There's a theory that I want to talk about, and I'm, I'm very curious on your thoughts on this. And I've never really seen it out there, so maybe I'm way off. I feel like you haven't given um, us a theory yet, and I'm really excited. Well, to... should I do it now? No, no, wait. Okay, um, okay. I, when okay. I go through the outline, if if I bring up something that has to do with that theory, or if we start talking theories, because I'm going to go through, I'm going to go through um, the people involved, and then I'm going to go through the mm-hmm. night. Uh, the, I'm going to go through the crime scene and the night her body was found then i'm gonna go through um motive um mm-hmm. i'm gonna go through evidence and then i'm gonna go through the reasonable doubt okay and then if it, I, I, if it I, I, I like anywhere that. and then and then theories at the end but i'm sure josh okay. will like interject with theories so if any moment your theory something comes up and your theory has to do with that then we should go into it i'll jump in there okay yeah. and then uh at the very and then i have something for the very end that Oh, it just makes no fucking sense to me. I'm so, <laughs> so, I'm so excited to get into this. I it, want his shit to work. So I'm really excited. All right, balls, technical difficulties. Are we good? Story of my life. We're good. All right, Ash, are you good? I'm good. I'm okay. I'm ready to get into this. It's a lot. So I'm going to. It's a lot. I'm going to read Ash, through a lot of it without stopping. I need you to set the tone. Like, where are we? We're right, in North so, Carolina. So, Ash, let us. So, one, I think. I think off the top of this episode, Jake, play the 911 call right in the beginning. I think that's um, – do you guys agree? I think that's something that – 100%. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Call, yeah, yeah, agreed. And then, yeah, I think that would be nice because if you're not going to stop, you know, I mean, I, I think prefacing, prefacing the episode with some content before you dive into, the, into your yeah. thing and then that's you cool. just stop whenever you're ready for us to interject any kind of conversation. Um, 1520. But no, this is this is definitely one of those those cases that it leaves you, you know, and and watching, um, you know, watching, you know, diving a little bit into the Netflix thing and seeing them. Uh, I think it was more the Netflix series. I think it was more based on like uh the justice system versus the murders uh the murder so i think it's you know if you're looking up if you're trying to dive down into these true crime things and find things don't just watch documentaries i think you know do a yeah. little bit of your your own research Especially and cross reference yeah cuz you never know what they feel on those th- and and they say they're biased but no one's no one's ever truly biased so you know going to different news sources and and diving in and, and finding different articles because you know you have to build your own opinion you know obviously there are there's podcasts out there that we'll say things that are contradictory to others mm-hmm. based on the research that we've we've led on so yeah we ready to roll yeah all right let's do all it right. let's jump in all right you guys there's been a murder in north carolina 
The Curious Case of Michael Peterson, a.k.a. The Staircase. Kathleen Hunt was born in 1953 in Greensboro, North Carolina. Kathleen was known to be very smart, graduated top of her class, and was the first woman accepted into the engineering program at Duke University and graduated with a master's in mechanical engineering. So, very smart woman, very intelligent, very accomplished. She worked as a high-up CEO at pharmaceutical and IT companies. She was well-liked in the community. Um, she was married to a George Atwater and has one daughter, uh, Caitlin, and then they get divorced. So that's that's Kathleen in a nutshell. So now um, we're going to move on to Michael Peterson, who was born in 1943 near Nashville, Tennessee, and also went to Duke University, although they, they didn't, never met there. After college, he worked as an analyst for the U.S. Department of Defense and spent most of his time there researching justifications of the U.S. involvement in Vietnam. He joined the Marine Corps in 1965 and served in Vietnam, but that didn't last long because he was discharged on a um, injury. Michael moves to Germany, where he and his first wife, Patricia, have two sons, Clayton and Todd. While in Germany, uh, Patricia and Michael, in 1985, adopt two daughters of their deceased friends, which we'll get into later. Two daughters, Martha and Margaret, after their two best friends who are American, um, pass away. Shortly after Michael and Patricia's marriage fizzles out, they get a divorce in 1986. Michael goes back to the United States and goes to North Carolina to start a life with his now four children. He worked as a columnist for the local Herald Sun, where he was known for openly criticizing the local police department and the district, district attorney. He also wrote military-related novels. So, in 1986, Margaret and Martha make a new friend at school named Caitlin Atwater. They introduced Michael to Caitlin's mom, Kathleen, and they clicked immediately. They had a lot in common, and in 1989, Kathleen and Caitlin move in with Michael, Margaret, Martha, Todd, and Clayton. They get married years later in 1996, and they lived in a 9,000-square-foot mansion in Durham, North Carolina. So, very, very big, very beautiful southern home. They were described to have had a fairy tale romance and were completely devoted to each other. The kids would say their love was beautiful and no one had ever seen either parent so happy and completely in love. Everyone got along, the kids were happy, the family blended perfectly, they were involved in the community and their friends and community, they all knew them as just the perfect, picture perfect, blended family who had it all. So should I stop there for a second or keep going? Um, I, I think it's it's just one of those things that, you know, talking back into their fairy tale wedding and their fairy tale relationship in in one of the most expensive places in 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 North Carolina. I think it's to to analyze that for a second and just be, you know, a lot of a lot of people have, have come forward and speculated and said that there was no there was zero you know, visual foul play within the relationship. Like you said, they had a fairy tale wedding and a fairy tale relationship. And they had, you know, a blended family, which everyone loved each other. Everyone accepted everyone. And I think that's just one of those things where you're just like, all right, well, the plot thickens. Yeah. And when you watch the documentary, the kids all really love each other. Like you can really see it's a, a very well blended family. And the way mm -hmm. Michael talks about Kathleen, it just seems like he really adored her. So, okay, 
Yeah, but you know what? Ash, I feel like a good point. Ash, that's a good point too. Well, the, well, the point that I like that you just said was as this story unfolds, and, and if you watch a documentary, which I definitely recommend watching this documentary after you listen to this podcast, um, the kids really fucking love Michael. Yeah, you know the kids. The kids really stand by Michael's side on this, right? Well, they were. And, and I'll, I'll wait. Yeah, I mean dad. they they are the all in. Call dad. They call they call him dad. Mm-hmm. So. Um, that's a great shout. Uh, that is something, you know, if you're listening here to keep in mind, the kids love Michael. I mean, love Michael, right? Love. So, I, mean, they, they, I mean, they stayed, they stayed next to him until, you know, uh, I court. mean, pretty much. Except and the, the only one. Person really, Except the one. The, Caitlin yeah. reared a little bit. And then recently there is some stuff with Todd, but I think Todd is just a, uh, a little f- flew from the cuckoo. On nest. a side note, I think the kids, I kept watching the documentary. I'm like, these kids are weird, man. So they so, look like serial killers to me. I don't like so, something okay. with their eyes. I'm going to jump in. I'm going to jump in, Ash. Remember when we were talking at the, at the jump here? Yeah. I think I think there's someone else involved in this case Ooh. that helped. Okay. I think it's the son. You think it's Todd? Okay. Yep. Whoa, whoa. Yep. <laughs> okay, hold on. Hold on. Well, you know, sometimes you got to throw some things, like, you know, throw some sprinkles into the throw provision. Some in right now. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I okay. Whew. I just can't saying, wait to I cannot wait to dig into that. All right, you keep you keep uh, keep going. Keep going. Keep go going. on. Also, I just want to say red flag. I hope no one ever describes my marriage as picture perfect because I just feel like that's a red flag. Every like marriage or couple is described as picture perfect, one always ends up killing the other one. So I that that's a red true. flag to me. So what you're saying is your marriage is picture perfect. No. <laughs> No, I never want to be that because I feel like that's all I hear in these crime scenes where husband and wife. Okay. Anyway, side note. So, um, okay, let's get back into it. Good. So, of course, of course, that all changed on December 9th, 2001. At 2.40 a.m., Michael called 911 and said he had found Kathleen at the bottom of their back staircase. I guess the house had two staircases and had no idea how she got there. And that she had had an accident. He said, my wife had an accident. Please come. She fell down the stairs. Um, and that she was still breathing. I want to note that he said she was still breathing. So let me just make sure I'm. Okay. Michael it was described... a frantic call. It was definitely a frantic yeah. call. <laughs> I think that's what, well, well, you know, look back to, I think if we put that 911 call at the beginning of this episode, if hopefully it is. So you guys can refrain to that and see the hecticness of the phone call. The and call. you can kind of, yeah. it's, it's in your forefront of what Ash mm-hmm. is going to dive into. So the 911 call is, there's two 911 calls. And the first one is short and he sounds very panicked and very confused. He says she's still breathing and he stops listening to the 911 dispatcher and stops answering her questions and he hangs up. 15 minutes later, he calls back asking where help is because I guess help hadn't arrived yet. And can you hear the gardeners outside? No. They're blowing leaves. Okay. Let me know if you can start to hear that and I'll shut the window. Um, and he hangs up. 15 minutes later, he calls back asking where help is in the police hurry and that his wife is no longer breathing. When responders get there, they are shocked. They're expecting a woman that fell down the stairs and what they arrive and see is an incredibly bloody scene. 
for just to fall down the stairs. Her body was found at the bottom of the stairs with her head resting face up on the bottom step. She was pronounced dead at the scene and she was only 48. Right away, authorities treated this like a crime scene due to the unnatural amounts of blood for a fall down 15 to 20 steps. Michael described that night as perfect. He said um, all the kids were at, a, at their friends' houses and Michael and Kathleen had watched a movie um, after the movie went outside by their pool to drink wine and talk. And he said that was completely normal, something they did all the time and that it was not unusual for them to spend two hours just talking about the kids and their life or future plans over one to two bottles of wine. Um, she, she, so they were out by the pool, which is a, it's a really big property. It's a really big house. So the pools were like way outside the house. And she told him, I have to go inside. I have to get up early. You have a conference call and said goodnight to him. And he stayed outside and continued to smoke his pipe with his dogs and drink wine. So Ash, that was the last time he saw her in a picture. Um, so I have the, an, a bird's eye view of the property here, um, in yeah. front of me. So it is the pool and then you have a, a walkway into a porch, which looks With to like be a lot of bushes. Yep. looks to be 15 by 15 and then another office and then another little mud room and then a long hallway before it gets to that, um, staircase. So it gets to the staircase. So we not only if, if he's by the pool, there's a patio, a, a patio room a library, a mudroom-ish type situation, and then a long hallway that looks to be maybe 30 feet long. Um, I don't know the measurements quite, but, you know, from... So you picture it's about a house length away from the pool area is where... They had, like, a massive property. Very, Mm -hmm. very big property. property. And it wasn't a water fountain on also? I can hear the gardener, so I'm going to just... A a water fountain was on also. So you you have to also picture this in the whole situation with, um, you know, if he talks about, you know, a a big thing is he's he's at the house when this murder happens. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a big thing to look at. It wasn't like he was sleeping, something was happening. He was awake during this time, and he was about, I would say... (laughs) 125 feet. That's an, obviously an opinion of rough, a rough guess of like, mm-hmm. you know, figure out how room sizes are. I think he was probably about a hundred feet away from the murder. And that was multiple doorways through those and a hallway to, to be at back of those stairs. So if in, 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 in his, um, you know, he was, he was at that pool when that happened. So it was about, you know, mm-hmm. you know, four, four rooms away in a very well-built home. Right, and, and not to mention, wasn't there volume also found in the body? Wasn't yeah. didn't they? Wasn't there volume found? Yeah. Okay. So, um, also there was a there's a fountain in the pool, and the fountain when you watch videos of it, the fountain's actually quite loud. I mm-hmm. feel like it would muffle or drown out yep. a lot of noise yep. from inside the house. Yep, but, I mean, when you that. think about it, I mean, you know that stuff is on timers, and I bet you it's off. You know this. You know oh, that right. happened around. I bet you it turns off at ten eleven p.m. Um, I'm gonna. It I'm might not though. You never know. You never know. Yeah. You might like the vibe outside. I don't know. Yeah, true. Okay, keep going. um, Okay. So, and they also did tests too. They did, they put a recording of a woman crying for help and and Mm -hmm. put it in the staircase and played it and you couldn't hear it from the pool. No. Okay. So, where was I? One or two bottles of wine. She had to get up early. He said goodnight to her and he said that was the last time he saw her alive. Um, he went inside at 2.40, so he said about 40 minutes later after she'd gone inside, and that's when he found Kathleen at the bottom of the stairs. So, 
right away, authorities started gathering evidence to build a case against Michael. And only a few days later, I think it was something like a little bit over a week later, on December 20th, 2001, they arrested and charged Michael with Kathleen's murder, which was shocking to everyone who knew them. Everyone who knew them as the perfect couple and Michael as this really great guy, and there was no way he would have ever harmed her. So just everybody is shocked at this. Um, Michael was released on an $850,000 bond and gets to stay at home to work with his legal team on his defense and be with his kids. So uh, Michael maintained saying he was innocent and that Kathleen was the love of his life. Michael had many supporters, including his children and even his ex-wife, Patricia, the one he lived with in Germany and uh, had his two sons with said he would have never harmed Kathleen. They were soulmates. He would have been married to her till the day he died. So, Michael is defended by David Rudolph, and David decided they would argue that she had mixed wine with Valium, and um, and that the staircase was dark and narrow, which it was, if you see photos of the staircase. Yeah, the lighting like, was weird. Yeah, it's like a back, like, mm-hmm. pantry staircase or something. It's a butler's staircase. Yeah, I was going to say a butler's entrance, yep. Yeah, it's narrow, it's dark. I have um, one of those, it's terrifying. Really? Yeah, that's because you're rich. Nice to be rich. Yeah, it must be nice to be rich. Fuck. It's great. <laughs> yeah, like that's the bottom <laughs> of this show. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> so the staircase butler, butler staircase, dude. Uh, so the staircase was dark and narrow, and she was also. It was noted she was wearing flip flops, and I guess when he was being interviewed, he like got really angry and said, "I told her not to wear these shoes. I told her not to wear those shoes." Um. So she. I guess they were trying to say that she had fallen several times and she was disoriented. She tried to get up. Maybe she slipped on the blood from her head and fell again. Um, In court, they use a 3D video to explain how she had the many lacerations they found on her head. So when they did the autopsy, they shaved the back of her head and found four to five really weird, deep, long lacerations. And now seven total, Ash, right? It was seven total. Yeah. Now, they weren't deep enough to fracture the skull or cause any bruising, but I do have a picture, which I know we've all seen, but I'm going to show it to you just in case you haven't seen it. That's what was going on on the back of her head. Okay, we both, we've all seen that. Okay. So, right away, that's, I feel like, the first kind of seed of doubt of maybe this isn't just an accidental fall down the stairs because how do you get I, th- I think that. the autopsy was was the the whole it, it it took it flipped everybody and it even took um it took caitlin uh kathleen's daughter that was the time where she she flipped felt betrayed by michael and, and, and i think that was that was, well. that was yeah and so that was one of those things where it was it was it, it was just like everyone went halted and went hold on there's no way this girl this 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 woman fell down these stairs had these accidents and did things like this. And I actually have the timestamps from the day before the day of, and the morning after of all the little things that happened during those things, which I would love to dive into. If you guys, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's do, do it. it. Is perfect good, wait, let me see if that's a good place to stop. Um, let me see where I was. Blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, that's a great place to stop. Okay, because the next I was going to go into was the Henry Lee, the blood splatter analysis. So we'll stop there. Perfect. So, so I mean, to paint the picture, I mean, the big thing is 
they they did seem like a happy family. They did have these things together. Their children were very lovely. There was no no one ever saw them argue. No one ever saw them do these things. So so the day before, which is you know obviously this 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 holds out in two thousand one. So the day before, Friday, December seventh, two thousand and one, Kathleen took the day off. They went Christmas shopping, and uh, during the day they attended an event at night. So that was just a plain day. They they went out. They 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 were known for throwing lavish parties and going to lavish parties. They were the attention. They were the famous people. The very the, the very uh, perfect picture perfect human human beings. So Saturday, December eighth, um, two thousand one, uh, three thirty. There was three thirty p.m. There was hundreds of files deleted uh, by a file known as Quick Clean. So they someone wiped the computer at three thirty p.m. At four forty one, Michael arrives at the YMCA gym. At 6 p.m., a married couple, uh, the married couple talks about renting a movie. At 6.59, they rent a movie called America's Sweethearts from Blockbuster. Um, so they didn't, you know, it wasn't one of those things where they, they went on their, the thing. They actually went out. They, mm-hmm. There was, a, there was a, uh, a receipt that said at Blockbuster they, re, they um, rented America's Sweethearts, which is weird. Um, yes. At 9.45, um, Christine Tomasetti... Uh, picks up Todd for a party uh, that, uh, and she noticeably visual visualized that they were drinking, they were sharing wine. So that did um, thing. I did try to look up all the ages of all the people that all the kids, how old they were. Um, so Caitlin Atwater was 19 at the time of, of the death. Uh, Clayton Peterson was 25, 26. Margaret Ratliff was 19 years old. Martha Ratliff was 18 years old. I couldn't really find a lot on Todd Peterson with his age, which, so I'm guessing that he's around that age of, you know, that 18 to 25 mm-hmm. year old. So they, so he picked, oh, they were all adults. So they were all um, doing their own thing. Um, at 1020, uh, Christine Tomasetti and, and Todd leave the house. Um, so at, they, they did rec- recognize that they were drinking wine. Uh, at the time. So at 1040, the password, the password at water locks into the logs into a PC. So a good thing about this is to look into. So the pa- the password was at water that went into the PC. So that like, leads me to believe that it's Kathleen because Kathleen's um, past name was Kathleen Atwater before it was yeah. Kathleen Peterson. So right. yeah. me that goes, why did right. Kathleen after watching this movie, you know, after like, um, after this whole situation, they're drinking wine. Why is she going to a computer? Um, I and found at- there was one theory that said she she said she had the conference call early in the morning. She wanted to do a little bit of research for that. But the thing is, what's weird is at eleven o'clock, he said that they finished the movie. So it was before they finished the movie. It was before they finished the movie. She went and opened this PC and checked. Uh, they, she checked the computer randomly. So they finished the movie and they moved into the kitchen and the t- they wanted, they, they usually talked for hours. So this could have been a whole situation where they're, they're, they're drinking wine. They were known to drink. They were known to, you know, do those sorts of things at 1108, uh, Norton, a Norton coworker, which Kathleen worked for Norton. We know that, uh, talked to Kathleen and didn't seem mad or drunk at the time. So at that whole entire time, you know, they said they were drinking wine. I, I, I kind of researched and looked at Kathleen. She looks like she's about 120, 130 pounds, you know. So if you figure she drinks. <laughs> 20 years old. Yeah. So it's like one of those things where I think, you know, if she had a you know glass of wine per hour. So I kind of did the math in my head. So, you know, even if they drank two bottles of wine, what's that? Four four glasses per bottle, maybe. You're going to be pretty fucked up. Yeah. But, but they, they, did, they did see that she had point. 
zero seven point zero seven percent, but that's, that's not like drunk. Two so glasses of wine. That's like two or three. So I would say she probably had two glasses of wine over the course of hours, though. So I mean, I feel like she wasn't really drunk. Wasn't I feel like she was she was just comfortable and happy and enjoying. Yeah, it. Like that, value on top of that, though. Yeah, but throw a volume on top of that, and you're in a different world. Yeah, but at one point, I've done that once. I've done on a flight. Um, I've had one glass of wine and one volume, and I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, that's the whole flight. So yeah, so at eleven oh eight, Norton coworker um, talked to Kathleen. She didn't seem drunk. She didn't seem mad. She didn't seem irritated at all. She heard Kathleen ask for his email, uh, which was Michael's email, because she was waiting for an email for a teleconference with a, which was delivered at 1053. So that email was delivered to that computer and she was asking Michael for her, for his email address at, um, at 1108, which is weird because why is she going into his email address? Why is she not getting it delivered to her email address? But it was, it was, it was notified that the email was never opened. Um, so now it's, 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 it's after midnight, it's Sunday, December 18th, sometime after midnight, they were drinking outside near the pool. So it was 50 degrees out. Um, they talked for a fair amount of time, you know, which we talk about a fair All amount right, of time can be, can be anything from 30 minutes to 45 minutes to two hours of time. So 2.30 a.m. Um, comes around and he leaves the pool area and finds her at the bottom of the stairs. Unclear when she left the pool area, maybe 45 minutes to an hour. Um, it all happens in this this whole situ- situation. So from 11.08 until you know 2.30 a.m. and at 2.41, Peterson calls 911. And in this call, she's still alive. The call ends abruptly. So there was no – there was nothing. It just – off. So five minutes goes by and 246, he calls 911 for a second time and asks, where are you guys? Reclaims the address. But now at this call, she's dead. So that's right, she's, not breathing, right. she's not breathing. So 248, the paramedic, paramedics arrive and announce her she's she's uh, deceased. At 3 a.m., the detectives bent, bent, uh, begin to arrive. At 324 a.m., the, the investigators secure the home. So at, um, so around three, three twenty four was when they taped off the crime scene. So between four fifteen and five Peterson logs on and mumbles, uh, uh about an email. So he, uh, between four fifteen and five, he goes on his computer and is, is, is at, in the middle of a murder situation. And at five, at five AM Peterson calls his attorney. So I mean, it, it doesn't. It it's it's so crazy to think that at at four fifteen in the morning he's on his computer. Yeah. Well, we know why. Well, we know why. I mean, because he was. I don't know, are, we, are we are we diving down a little more facts on that, or do we open up the email situation right now? Well, I kind of want to know what you think that oh, I, all of that signifies. <laughs> oh. I know exactly. I, this is this is my thoughts. I mean, as we as we open this up, we're talking about the email right now, right? Little later on in the in the case, he was he was doing some things through email. He was living a separate, right. uh, a different he was, life, he was right? Living a second life, and he I was think living. You know, he was so, he was ordering think, male escorts. Right? So, Bobby, do you think uh, around ten forty when she logged into her, the computer, mm-hmm. she finally found this? Yes, yes, so, because because he got a curveball thrown last minute when she said. Uh, what's your email, right? And she logged in. They're drinking. There's a volume in the system. She logs into his email, 
he's never thinking she's going to log into his email, right? Because in, in, in her mind, this whole time, the story that's been painted has been they're happily married. They got this family. They got this lovely, they got this great life. They got a great home. It's it, everything's picture perfect. Right. So yeah. the curveball comes when she finds out about his second life. Right. And, uh, and, I, and he's I ordering was, male escorts. Yeah. Right, I think she was, stuff. she was saving face for this conversation when she was on right. the phone. And I think all this conversation, cause you got to think this man was, this man was in the war. He was in. He, he was also in the war, but he also lied about that. Also, Wait, okay, hold on. Let's. I'm gonna I'm gonna reel us back on now. Okay, okay. we're gonna get we're gonna get back to this timeline because I I bet people are listening, being like, what? Whoa. Right. Right. Okay. Those, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, yeah, really, those really, are some bombshells. Really. So let's let's break it down really quick. So where are we here? Okay, I'm gonna get into the blood splatter analysis, and then we're gonna get into some motives that'll dive into that. Okay. So Henry Lee was this blood splatter analysis for the defense. And he concluded her death was the result of a tragic accidental fall. And when they did her blood alcohol test, it turned out it turned out she was not drunk at all. She was at 0.07, but as you said, you mix the value with that and you're loopy as hell. Um, so but they did, however, find a bottle of wine with two glasses by the pool. Um, it's also noted no blood was found on the ceiling, which would have been consistent with raising and swinging a murder weapon. Um prosecution did suggest that the weapon was clean between blows which is that's crazy um so kathleen had multiple head lacerations oh you're correct seven seven deep lacerations on the top of her head likely from um blows of a light rigid object she also had a fracture on her neck cartilage from intense pressure on the neck another Another thing to be noted is when first responders got there, the blood surrounding Kathleen had been completely dried up, which meant she had been laying there for a while. Now, Michael did say he was outside smoking his pipe and drinking, so it's possible she laid there for a while, except autopsy reports showed the neurons in her brain showed she was alive and conscious for 90 minutes to two hours. So she's she's laying there 90 minutes to two hours, alive and bleeding out, allegedly. Uh, the medical examiner, Deborah, Deborah Radish, ruled her death to be a homicide to the nature of the lacerations. The prosecution suggested she had been struck over the head with a blow poke. The Petersons had a custom blow poke that was given to members of Kathleen's family as gifts from her sister, and everyone knew about this blow poke. Apparently, it was a really awesome blow poke, and everyone knew about it and talked about it, and everyone had one. Because uh, it, it was used often. I don't understand. Yeah, the blow poke thing, real quick, sorry to stop you, but like, when that got brought up in court, I'm like, wait, what? It's so <laughs> like, random. The thing is, they combed so that, that house times one thousand. Like they did. Mm-hmm. So there, there are two holes in the theory of of the um, of the the blow poke. And uh, that uh, um, the marriage was it uses the word I remember when uh, Michael Peterson claims that his wife not only knew about. Uh, uh, we can go to Peterson where I have these these facts here that I'm reading through. Um, the firepower. So repeatedly, the prosecution built uh, pointed to the missing tool as evidence that has been used in the murder. But Rudolph claims in the docu series, the last episode actually, the poker was actually found covered in cobwebs and yeah. in the garage days before the prosecution constructed this argument. But the thing is, like, they've combed that house. Like, there's no way they're missing a fire right. poker in, yeah. in, 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 this in the garage. garage. Like, you're going to look yeah. in the garage. You know? there's, gonna, like- there's like the basement in, like, it, this looks like a scary ass basement it to me it looked all it looked like a haunted house basement and it's in the corner and you can see it it's visibly covered in bugs and spider webs and dirt so if someone had used to kill somebody and cleaned up the blood it would have been a clean blow poke but it was not it was dirty but the 
the most intriguing part about it is it was found by the sun. Even though police and detectives and investigators have been searching this house, the sun found it months there, into the trial. Randomly. There's something about the sun rubs me the wrong I way. Don't, what's that? That I don't trust. I, I don't trust it. I can't put my finger on it. it it's that first interview that he had in the Netflix when he starts talking. Something felt so fucking off. Serial killer eyes. It felt so off. You know, if there's, if you go on, if you go on YouTube, he actually recorded himself being like, I don't know if this was for attention or clout or whatever. He goes and he he basically selfie modes it and talks about how his father tried to break his sobriety. And this was very recent. Like, this is a recent Mm -hmm. video. And he said, Now I'm thinking that my father may have killed. Um, And I I don't know if this dude is just looking for clout, looking for money. Um, but he's he that, that's he, he rubs me the wrong way. I know he yeah he, he pulled a bomb scare at Duke. Like he did mm-hmm. such weird things in his life that just point you know there's such distress. But how does he get that distress? So you look at it in 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 like a psychology standpoint, where in his life did you know obviously this murder? But prior to that, what led this you know this this fairy tale yeah. relationship? What actually was happening in that home? Is is the mm-hmm. big you know, the big thought of yeah. why Todd yeah. is this. Cause we can all agree when you watch this family interact with each other, they are fucking weird. They're weird, man. The they're kids are weird. weird. I- I'm telling you how many the people laugh about the murder and the situation and they joke. Right. If it was my mom, there would, yeah. there would not be any joking. No. And, and, and especially about like, like there's a scene later on where they're all in the kitchen after court and the, the girls are there and he walks in to get something out of the fridge and they're like joking with him about a murder thing. I'm like, this is fucking weird. Like nobody felt where he like puts his hands around his daughter's neck. And he's yeah, it's like, like I, yeah, I'll choke. Upstairs, yeah. like who would joke about that? Yeah, yeah especially with an open investigation, with an open like thing, with you know all eyes on you guys. Like that's yeah. come on, being yeah. filmed. No. Yeah. If yeah. I was especially if I was being filmed, I would not be cracking jokes. No, and right away, like the first moment I saw the sun. The son's face. I was just like, he's a killer. I'm telling you, I, I still think that. And Ash, I'll let you roll in a second. But Balls, to your point, you know, about like what's really going on with this family. And, and to Ash, your point of like everyone just seems weird and creepy. How many how many people do we know on social media or just friends that we think everything's good with them? But, you know, behind the, behind all of the us wall. Right here. Face yeah, <laughs> but, but I mean, yeah, but, no, but real shit, you know, behind the wall. It's not what it looks like. You know, anybody yeah. can take a nice family photo together and yeah. be in a big house and people think that you have money. You don't have problems. It's true. But- it's a face value. And, and you know, Michael Peterson is one of those people where you think about it. He's he's a novelist. He mm-hmm. knows how to control a situation. He knows how to talk. He knows how to say it. So his he might not have killer killer's eyes because he knows how to shade behind, uh, hide behind those eyes with words and things like that. Where Todd mm-hmm. Peterson is his son. So you what they say is you have your father's eyes. You know what I mean? Like. His he, he doesn't know how to hide behind those eyes with a, with like uh, the spirit of a novelist, you know. It's a good shout. I and, agree. And, you know, it's like he is true and tried a Peterson of yep. of fucking like a psychopath. Mm-hmm. So so Ash, as you're going through this, right? I, what I thought Netflix did a great job of painting the picture was kind of kind of showing how there's not a lot of facts here in a in a way to show that Michael's guilty, right? I, I think personally, I, well, I think, I, mean, I, look, I think obviously it, it makes sense. I know, but, I know, but hear me out though. I'm saying like Netflix did such a great job of showing this where it's like, 
Well, there's no facts. Like to your point, balls. There's there's no facts that he. Well, did they, this. they, no, they no I think they him. didn't really focus on the murder. More or less, they focused on the the, the justice system, which I thought was amazing. Right. Which and it shows you how flawed the system is as we yeah, dive yeah, down this. But it really is. But Ash, where are we at right now in this process okay. of of because because then there comes a key factor for me the the turning point. Where I was like, well, he's oh, fucking shit's guilty. about to get crazy. Yeah, yeah. And he's I guilty. Saved, I saved the biggest and most shocking and most turning point in my opinion mm-hmm. fact last. Okay. Saved it for last. All right, let's roll. So uh, we're just gonna talk about. The, the intruder theory and rule it out right away. Yeah, I'm so, over it. Yeah. Yeah. There was no intruder because there was no signs of forced entry. If someone broke in to maybe hurt Kathleen, they would have done it in a frantic and be stepped in the blood and you'd see tra- like blood trails, footsteps running out of the house, mm-hmm. at least outside. Um, so there's really nothing that showed that, that it could have been an intruder. It was somebody no. from inside the house and there is no. <laughs> Even Michael and the defense team ruled out intruder. I mean, you know. Yeah, they even <laughs> knew, been they, an easy one. They even knew we can't even pursue yeah. the intruder no. because no one's going to believe it. No. They went nope. straight for accident. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um, let's see. As investigations continue, let me make sure I'm on the right page. There's so much here. It's weird. This episode's so there's so much, but there just isn't. It's like the weirdest. Right? I would like also like to say I said Todd uh, planted a bomb at Duke University. It was actually Clayton, and he actually spent four years in uh, prison for for indiscretion. I forgot. Good to, lord, this family. This family yeah, fucked so up. There was always yeah, these, this these, is always not the perfect things. family. No, yeah. it's, it's everything. It's right on cue, though. It's right on yeah. cue where you think it's picture perfect and it isn't. Okay, so. Yeah. so As investigations continued and warrants were issued, the web of lies of Michael Peterson um, started to reveal themselves during the process of prosecution. And the prosecution really relied on this to establish that Michael was a liar. So we're going to get into all the Michael Peterson lies right now. The first lie they addressed was his military background. And his accomplishments. So years earlier, Michael unsuccessfully ran for mayor. And he was going around telling people that he had won two Purple Hearts uh, while he was in the military for taking shrapnel in Vietnam. Turns out, according to military records, he was never awarded Purple Hearts, but was awarded a silver, Silver Star and a Bronze Medal with Valor. So no Purple Hearts. And his injury that had him discharged was actually an injury from a Jeep accident completely unrelated to the field of battle. This right away showed jurors, family members, friends, anyone that was watching the trial that he was okay with lying and obviously believed he was too smart or too clever to ever be caught. Uh, Michael even admitted in court that sometimes it was just easier to lie. Another lie was the wine glasses that were sitting out. Um, There were two glasses and a bottle of wine by the pool and they had no fingerprints by Kathleen on them whatsoever. So there is that. The uh, next lie. I I believe they were definitely, I I think they were drinking wine. I mean, I think that's. Yeah, I think they definitely were, but I think someone planted planted it. I think you planted it. Yeah. For some reason. To make it look like they're outside by the pool. Yeah. I mean, your fingerprints are going to be on the wine glass. Yeah. Well, the big thing is, 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 uh, I mean, when Michael Peterson was, when the police, a mess up for the police, Michael's like, can I go get a Coke out of the fridge? And was just touching shit with his like bloody hands. And so there was like, there was. You know, there was there was fingerprints all over the kitchen, so they almost had to like just knoll the kitchen because, you know, I feel like all these cases there's always like I think the police did a great job 
a, 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 a better job. They were than, too. Even said it. Yeah, they, they were, they were following. And I think the police did a good job, a good job, better than most of these crimes that we've we've uh, we've touched on. But yeah. they always they always drop the ball with something because I mean I mean who, do you blame them? They're in a town that shit like this doesn't happen. Happen. They don't know how to control that situation because it's yeah. so different, and you don't know how like hey, this person got murdered or it died or something like they let Michael go into the fridge with its grimy ass fingers, probably have blood stains still in, in the fingertips to go and get, you know, open that refrigerator, grab a Coca-Cola, he knew what he was much doing. other he, shit. He knew what he, he was doing. Yeah, he knew, he knew exactly yeah. what he was doing. Yeah. But go, go ahead, Ash. So um, just a side note really quick that I forgot to mention, the prosecution had their own blood splatter analysis uh, named Dwayne Deaver. And he said something very different from uh, Henry Lee, the defense's blood splatter analysis. He said that the blood stains were completely consistent with someone having been beaten over the head and not with a fall, and that this was no doubt a homicide. Um, same thing, the prosecution's uh, forensic um, homicide analysis who had done the autopsy also agreed. So I forgot to mention that earlier. So uh, we're going to go into the next lie, the lie that Michael Peterson was the perfect husband, the perfect father, and was just overall a great guy. So why would Michael, who loved his wife, so much randomly decide one night to kill her. You know, that was motive had to be established. And to start, a bombshell was dropped in court when authorities obtained a search warrant. They had acquired the desktop computer from Michael's office. And on it, they found that not only was Michael Peterson bisexual, something he didn't tell the defense about initially, he had been suspected of having multiple affairs with men and they had discovered over 2,000 photos of men and conversations uh, via email with a 26-year-old male escort named Brent Wagamont. And they actually had him testify in court. And the two of them had been talking online for four months leading up to Kathleen's death and had been talking about meeting up. Uh, they never did meet up, but they were talking about it. Mm-hmm. I, think that's a, I think that's a very important part here like to bring it back what we were saying earlier when you look at the timestamps that balls was saying and you look at the time um she had that conference call and she asked for his email those different things i think for someone you know especially that north carolina you know you got the perfect life you got to from a female perspective i'm saying here for a second like i just mean like she she looked very warm very inviting she probably had holidays really good at her house you know what i mean had like all the deck you know what i mean like a very warm person well they said she 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 jungle she juggled everything she had lavish parties she took care of everybody she was like she was mom time so so all that point you know you think she she in her head is bought in they have the perfect family perfect life here we go we got the kids we got everything and then to open up and see that bomb being dropped on you I mean, it's not – fuck. I can't imagine. You know, and, and it's, it's to, your whole life is fucked. And, and, and as, as, as a – and so these were very intelligent human beings. Like he was very, very intelligent. Yeah. She was very intelligent. Yeah. So what I, I believe happened is like the conversation came up and she said, hey, I found some things. Let's talk about this. Let's talk through it. And I think he denied, denied, denied. I think there was an other and – then, and then I think what happened is, is because he – you know, was, you know, at least he had a, 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 uh, military background. I think that happened. And I think, I think he, so. he, he did oh, like a PTSD. He, yeah. So I think, but that's, that's, you know, I mean, when we start talking into who we kind of think who is what I'll, I have, I have my, my, 
Okay. My let's save it. Let's save it. Let's save it. Okay. So, um, it turns out the night Kathleen died, like like you previously said, she had used Michael's computer, which according to search history showed uh, she didn't use Michael's computer too often. I don't know how they can tell that, but somehow authorities can tell this was not often. Uh, but she wanted to do some research for the conference call. She had the next day, check her emails, and it was suspected that while using the computer, she saw the photos. We know. Okay. Um, the prosecution had theorized she came to him, uh, they got into a fight, and it turned violent. Michael did claim that Kathleen knew he was bisexual and was okay with it, and that was part of why their marriage was so good and so amazing. Um, the kids claimed they had no idea that Michael was bisexual, but Michael's brother said he'd known his whole life, and that it was something that Kathleen knew about, but it wasn't something they talked about often, but it was something she would joke about, kind of tease him about it. It's unaware if she knew that he was just bisexual and didn't know that he was actively having affairs and sex with. Well, he's cheating on her, right? I mean, that's that's just. Well, I mean, well, I mean, do we do we? So that's the thing is, like, I feel like this Brent guy. He went on this on the thing and said, you know, uh, I think eighty five percent of his clientele knew that they were like, you know, that that the husband and wife knew that they were seeking. It was normal. Yeah, he said it was very normal, and he's like, they 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 um they came to him and said, you know, why is this a common thing? And they said it's just, you know, people want to experience these things and they want to see what it's like, and and it's just it's it's not. He said it's he said it's very normal, and he does it all the time. And it's, he said most of his clientele are straight men with maybe just a homosexual tendency, not even, mm-hmm. which which makes perfect sense. I think well, I mean, that's, that makes I mean, that's, sense. Well, when you think about it, it's like that's why people watch, you know, you know, they watch crazy porn. Not that they want to do it, but it just stimulates your brain because you think it's, you know, not that it's wrong, but they stimulate your brain to something that your 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 neurological it pushes you in those. It makes you feel something different than you feel before. So mm-hmm. he might just be, you know, striving for, you know, he's a powerful man. You know, he has everything he wants in his life. Like what's something, what's something different, challenging to this man. And it's, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's having sex with this male or, you know, you know, doing this faux pas situation of, of, uh, of uh, an escort of sorts. Yeah. Um, so, but Brent on the stand did say that in the emails back and forth that Michael said, I love my wife. Uh, she, I'm in a great marriage. I have a, he said, Quote, I have a dynamite, spectacular wife. And he made it very clear he wasn't looking for anything other than hooking up and that he was very happily married. Uh, they didn't say, if he had mentioned she was aware that they were talking, but he did say, I love my wife. She's amazing. Um, now it's argued why, why would he let Kathleen on his computer if he knew he had something to hide on it? You know, if he had, had been keeping the secret, why would he let her go and use it? You know? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. kind of weird about it. Question. Yeah. Maybe he was a little. Well, it's gonna it's gonna cause a fight, right? If if she he says no, you can't use my computer. She say why? So you think he well, just and, let and, her use it and hope she doesn't see anything? You know, and then also he's, he's you no, know, he's potentially a a bottle of wine deep. <laughs> um, you know, he just is like, yeah, go ahead, whatever. Like I'm I'm past this point of like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I there was never any toxicol. Was there any toxicology reports to see how drunk he was at the time or how much alcohol was in his? I didn't see that. I didn't see that either. No. So like, you know, was he, you know, intoxicated at the time? He's just like, yeah, go ahead, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. I didn't, no one really talked about that too much. Mm -mm. I didn't see anything on that. 
Um, I want to blow past the financial motive really quick. I don't. Yeah. I just want to. Well, there was out none. There. there was none, right? Well, I, I mean, mean they, they had. Pretty they had Everyone tried to push that they had one hundred forty thousand dollars in credit card debt, but yeah. I mean that shows nothing because they 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 debunked it by showing that their net worth as a couple was one point four million dollars. Yeah. So yeah. There's you know if 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 worse comes to worse they could have sold something or whatever, and I think that was just such a stretch because yes, I mean everybody has money problems and everybody has situations where it's but you know when you own a house or like there's there's things that they could have done to be yeah, able to fix to it. Yeah. That. And I think that's, that's, you know, she was, she had a salary of a hundred and what, $150,000 a year. He was a, yeah. he was an author, you know, there was, and there also, there was another book deal in place and possibly a movie deal in place that were, yeah. that were being, so I don't think, I don't think financials were a, a burden in their relationship at all. I think that is, it should be debunked right off the top of that. And I think that's why it did kind of like fizzle out into that situation. Mm-hmm. And what do you quick. think about the life insurance policy? She had a life she had a life insurance policy for 1.8 million. But was the life insurance policy based on uh, accidental death? Yes, um, it had to be yeah, active. So, and yeah, he actually so, supposedly did end up getting it and spent it all on his kids. So there's that. Yeah, I just um, I don't think like I said their 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 estate was worth already 1.4 million. So it's it, it just but that also, you mentioned the book deal and the movie deal. What he would have a lot to lose being this military man that has might have a movie about his time in the military and wrote novels about the military. If it came out publicly that he was homosexual and hooking up with men. So that could be a motive right there. Um, But we are now going to get into the weirdest coincidence. (laughs) So, so Ash, before you get into that real quick, I want to say up until this point, I mean, we just said it. I still feel like there's no evidence that, he did it other than just the obvious like conversations we're having right now that are like, there's nothing without a, yeah, he, he probably did it, but there's no, there's no evidence. There is none there. That's, that's, that, I mean, that's, that's the whole thing where, where, you know, where, where David Rudolph came in and said, tell me why and show right. me with what, right. I mean, that's he was a great attorney, by the way. I thought he great was a great attorney. Well, he, great too. he used, yeah. he used a lot of, uh, he, he's represented a lot of high profile um, cases. Great. And I bet you that dude had to be like at least 500 bucks an hour. So I mean, well, dude, that's, you, you heard how much they paid him. You heard how much he, he was paying in, in lawyer fees. And, Wait, um, I, didn't hear, I didn't hear that. How much? Oh, it was uh, was it like eight hundred thousand. I forget. It was like five hundred thousand. It was it was it was up. It was there, astronomical. Man. Yeah, it was astronomical, and uh, they had to spend an extra forty grand to do X. You know, it just kept adding up. But but what Ash is about to say, Ash, you're about to drop the bomb on everybody. That when this, okay, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. When this when this bomb that you're about to drop came out. I was like, I'm gonna turn this off. Fuck it. I'm over. <laughs> He's guilty. Like next, next problem. Okay. Go ahead. I love, I love when Bobby has that moment of like clarity. Here. So obvious. Oh my god. Go ahead. Drop the bomb. Okay. This can lightning strike once? Can it strike twice in the same place? This is this is where we're going. So I didn't want to talk about the details of this early on, so I really wanted to save this for last. So try and. Keep up with me here on this to anyone listening. All right, wait, do you want to talk about another theory before you d- dive into that theory? Can we take yeah, one sure. second and talk about the owl theory? The owl, the owl theory? theory? You guys don't know about the owl theory? What? No. Oh my God. The so owl, I, I like loved it animal? and I was, I was so pumped on this theory. Yes, what? because so owls have, so in, in, in North Carolina, there was, there was a tax that people were showing Balls. that, listen, I have to get out of the way because the I owl loved owl it. Duck. 
So obviously it was debunked. It was debunked. We got to talk about the owl theory. False. So somebody was owls flying in the house to kill her. No, she was out back because there was blood marks out on the out on the patio section there. So what was what they thought is that an, an owl came down and reached and and grabbed onto the back of her head because of the talent. Like look up, look at the autopsy and see what those those okay, marks wait, look you like. Know what? I'm sorry, I've been drinking hold, hold a lot on. of. I've been drinking a lot of Monster. I can't hold it anymore. I got to take a bath. You go ahead. Because... I'm going to talk about the owl theory. Oh, hold on. Well, I want to know. Okay, talk about it. I'll be right back. Wait, balls. Okay, hold on, okay. balls. I've never even heard this fucking theory. The owl That's theory. So like funny. the owl that flies. Yes. So, I mean, if you – I'm the only reason I even thought about this is because I personally own – I mean, I have a lot of tattoos. We all know this. I have owls, and their talons are fucking massive. Like, it's like when you think of like how big they are, they're like the size of your fingers with like, and then half of your finger is all talon. Um, so one of the theories was that the owl came down and it's because they found hair in, um, in her hand with microscopic um, traces of owl fur or, or, or uh, owl feathers in her hand. So at the time of death. So one of the speculations what? was, yeah. If you look into the, if you look into uh, all of the case files, there's in her hand there is her own hair. Like she went like this, and like she was holding her head, but there was also microscopic fragments of owl feathers in her hand. So one of the theories was because there was blood outside prior to the steps was that the owl came down and attacked her, grabbed her, and like kind of tried to lift up, grab those things, you know, grabbed again, and then you know when she was trying to like figure out what the hell was happening. And like in, in a little bit of a blur, she was walking up the steps and, you know, then fell down the steps and then that en- ended up killing her. But the only reason why I debunk, I was, I was, when I was looking up Am this I theory, I, owl? owl theory. Well, no, just look up, look at the, you know, the, the picture you showed us with the, um, the head, yeah. the lacerations. So uh, they have talons like that. So when you look at that, they matched the talon size to, the lacerations in, in her head. So how did this get debunked in court? Why it was it debunked? Because because there was other owl attacks. Um, oh my in, gosh! Look but, at this wait, owl wait, 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 wait. That's wait, her why? head. That's an owl talon. Wait, whoa, 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 wait, wait, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. Why did this? Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The reason this came to to uh to a thing is because they um they found the fragments of owl feathers in her hands and if you look up that you can it's it's a fact that there was her hair and owl feathers in but it was microscopic so it wasn't like a feather so wait though but why didn't michael peterson talk about this because so that's what so that's what they they were going to bring it to light but they thought it was so far-fetched because they they went and uh talked to other people that got attacked by these owls and they weren't lacerations yeah see but so they they there was there was multiple other um, people that came forward and showed when they got they, so it wasn't it was like more like scratch yeah, not yeah, lacerations but, yeah but hold on balls if I'm with you outside well you don't yeah. have hair hold on Ash if I'm with you outside by the pool <laughs> okay and we've been drinking right we're by the pool it's late at night and I'm next to you and an owl lands on your fucking head what well, wasn't next to your hair you know how many what? other entrances they had in the house. There was an entrance right by the stairs over there. Yeah, but I thought the blood was found over by the pool. No. Where, Where was, was the blood found? There was blood fucking everywhere. Yeah, but hold on. You're, but the owl is going to be 
Yeah. Wouldn't she have started bleeding right away if the owl attacked her outside? Why would she start bleeding? Well, she had her hair. She ran in. She was like running up. Like the the idea that was, she was like she held her and she was running up the steps and she, she like blacked out, fell down the steps and uh, and caused more um, lacerations to her head by falling down the steps. Because I do have a question. Like, but uh, did why did see... Michael stay outside and just drink and smoke if his wife ran inside holding? Because her it was head? well, but the, this was say that it was happened. It happened like on this side. Like he was still over here. Oh, it did. didn't. Yeah, there was all those bushes covering stuff. Yeah, so it happened well over here where it just happened. But I mean, the big debunk thing is like they found other people that got attacked and they were like more like scratches. There was no giant lacerations. Like that would have to be like a proper like hawk. That has like you know uh, more of which which is also possible, but just you know I I I just wanted to put that on the table because that was one of the theories. I've never but, even heard of it, dude. Yeah, that's so, a good, that's so a good look shot. into it, and it's it was, actually I watched like videos on it and how they actually talked to a an ornithologist. I think it's an or- ornithologist. It's, it's a bird local professional. local runner bloodied by owl attack. So that's so, more of what we're looking like. Yeah, so that's how yeah. the guy was just like they had like other people come forward and it showed the attacks were more like scratches weren't such uh, they're like even it was a fucking t-rex or, or like a velociraptor sure yeah. but it was like it was they were so deep and so here's another owl attack also the other thing balls on that uh i, I think yeah. if i was getting attacked by an owl and i knew you were outside close to me i'm running yeah. back to you yeah, I'm not help running. Me, help me, help me, help me. What the fuck, yeah. dude? Help me. Get this shit off me. You know, you're not yeah. you're not running up the stairs. We're gonna bring the owl no, inside the house. You being like, is it bad? Am I gonna die? Right. Is it bad? Yeah. So I mean it okay. got debunked good, pretty quick, okay. but it was theory. it was a theory, it was the owl theory. So I'm putting that on the was just putting that on the table. Now that's uh, no, okay. I never even heard that. And now all I had to do was put an owl attack and Michael Peterson came up. Yeah. Wow, interesting. So, but they didn't bring wow. it to they didn't bring it to court because it wasn't strong enough to be like you know, because they, because at that point they were at the they were at the point of like him saying, "All right, I'm going to plead guilty and mm-hmm. potentially do this or open up the case all together and potentially and run like, the risk and run the risk of the thing." Which, run the risk because he already which, served his time, dude. Well, which I want to talk about that at the very end. That's that's something that I want to talk about. But Ash, you ready to drop the bomb? Going on about the owls. Okay, so yes, let's I think it's go time on. to drop the bomb. So, let's get back into the main storyline here. Remember Michael's first wife, Patricia, the one he lived in Germany with, who he was still friendly with. He had two sons with. Um, do you remember they adopted two young daughters of their friends who had both passed away suddenly in 1985? Mm-hmm. Michael never mentioned how the girls mother Elizabeth died to the authorities but when Elizabeth's sister so okay Elizabeth is the birth mother of the two girls Michael and Kathleen adopted when Elizabeth's sister saw on the news how Kathleen died she contacted the authorities the father of the two adopted girls had died of a heart attack on the field of battle but Michael's ex-wife's best friend Elizabeth their mother how she died you guessed it the bottom of the stairs surrounded by blood 17 years earlier air quotes brain hemorrhage Michael told authorities she had been having headaches the German authorities assumed she had a brain hemorrhage and 
I guess they never shaved the back of her head like the way they did with Kathleen. They didn't see all the lacerations. They didn't even put in the police report that there was blood everywhere. It wasn't until the nanny was interviewed and she said there was blood to the ceiling. There was blood everywhere. It took a day to clean up the blood. Anyway, okay, so... So German authorities ruled it an accident. The German doctors there to inspect the scene said she'd had a brain hemorrhage while walking down the stairs, causing her to fall, and that was it. Nothing fishy. But after Kathleen's death in the similar in the similar way, it turned out there was a lot more similarities than they had noticed. So according to witnesses, Elizabeth now I just want to point this out in case anyone's confused. Elizabeth never dated or was romantically involved with Michael. She was just best friends with Michael's then wife, Patricia, and was married to one of Michael's good friends and was the biological mother of the two girls he later adopted, just so we don't get confused. According to witnesses, Elizabeth and her daughters had had dinner at the Petersons that night, and then Michael walked her home and then was seen by a neighbor running from her house later that night. No one ever questioned this. Nothing was ever found out more about it. Then she was discovered the next morning, dead at the bottom of the stairs, surrounded by blood by the nanny. The prosecution um, was allowed to resume her body because even though this happened in Germany, I mean, they were American. You know, they were there, part of the army, just like Michael Peterson. She was buried in Texas. So they were allowed to resume her body and do an updated autopsy. Um, and guess what they found? Five to seven lacerations on the I back. I think it was room. seven. I think it was seven? like it was matched. I think I don't. I don't I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna quote. I, I balls. I think it matched. I, I think, think it was it like matched. seven right. lacerations. I can't, can't confirm that, but I think you're right. Seven lacerations to the back of her head. So we're gonna look at that. That's what they've got there. I didn't see mm -hmm. any pictures, but I did see the drawing. Um, that was not in any of the police reports. Uh, the blood was not noted in the police reports. Uh, but on the stand, then when the nanny testified, she said there was literally blood everywhere, higher than she could reach on the walls. So, um, what's what's also important is that uh, Elizabeth, and this this is just a side note. This doesn't mean anything, but Elizabeth and Kathleen looked crazy similar. So here's I know, Elizabeth. They were, yeah. This is the Kathleen. Yep. Right? Weird. Same person. Looks the same person. What is that? Yeah, it's freaky. So yeah, I definitely think um I you know, obviously what happened is like he he got away with it once. He's like, well, I can get away with it again. Or or do you think the first one was an actual accident? And he saw that, how he how it got away. He's like, fuck it. Round two. But Possible. I don't know. I mean, I, I think I, I think when we break this down, and I'm just thinking out loud here, he lived a secret life, right? He lied about military stuff. He's he's admitted to being okay with lying because it's just easier sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. uh, this happens. You know, you don't hit the Powerball twice, right? This is like hitting the Powerball twice. You know, yeah. it, uh, it, it, I don't know. It just the whole the whole case seems weird, and then. Uh, I mean, I don't know where you want to take it from here. Because I think he had just triggered warnings. I think that was one of those things where it's just like it happened. I think he's so yeah. – I think he's just a trained person. I think he's a psychopath. I mean, as you know yeah. with this, this family situation, these things, we don't know if – like we don't know anything with this – that happened behind the doors that they're not talking about. Like why did he want these kids? Like 
you know, did he want these kids? Yeah. Was he having some kind of relationship with these girls that we didn't know about? I mean, right? was there? I hate to weird. say it like that, but it feels so weird. It, it, it just, feel it just the whole vibe. If if you're listening here and, and get a chance, go check it out on Netflix. Um, the staircase. I mean, it's, and I mean, they, they have a movie. Powerful. It's either out right now or it's coming out. But they did make a movie on HBO Max. I haven't seen it yet. So there was one crazy. Did you uh, did you uh, research Ursula Franco at all? Um, she was. She's a. She's a person that that transcribes um, calls and and conversations and has like she's like a lin- linguist, linguistic forensic um, uh, person and she has her accreditation is unreal and she's usually there to help um, the 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 defense the prove like yeah. if it's like hey if it's a suicide or if it's a homicide there she's here to help so she actually it was crazy she she transcribed if you have time I mean I have a whole thing here but she said. You know, she talks about when he's with, you know, at some point we will have that 911 call in here, whether it's beginning, the middle, or the end. Um, she transcribes so many things. She's talking about the latency and the uh. Um, I mean, if, if we have two seconds, I would I would love to yeah, read it. Talk about it. Yeah, yeah, dive down it real quick. Wait, but before, I'm, I'm I forget, before I forget, I just want to throw this theory out there. What if he pushed Elizabeth down the stairs because she found out that he was having maybe affairs with like German men and he didn't want her to tell his wife, Patricia? Or he had some weird relationship with the well, kid. I, don't, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. that's, I mean, that's possible. I mean, that's. I think there was there was secrets that he they were their best friends, and I think they finally like they 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 had that connection. So he told them a secret, and then she's like, "All right, fuck you, I'm going to say something." And then he, yeah, you know, that could be. You don't one. lie and don't keep secrets, man. And a healthy but relationship. He was, that's, he's that's one of the he's such a trained human being that I mm-hmm. think that it could be anything. But this nine one one call by Ursula Frank. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's get. I'm interested. I'm dying to hear this. I'm. I'm I've got me. You got me hooked. Good. So on on December 9, two thousand one, Peterson made his first call to nine one one at two forty a.m. Nine one one Durham nine one one. What is your emergency? Peterson, uh, eighteen ten Cedar Street, please. So she said, note that the latency and the pause. Uh, Peterson has has a need to stall for time to think about his own address. This is unexpected. Note the word please. This is unexpected politeness. Does he has uh, a need to uh, ingr- ingr- ingratiate himself um, with the operator or does he have a desire to be seen on the side of the good guys and why? So now we, I'm, you know what weirded me out? I mm-hmm. always thought it was weird that he said, because I thought about if I found my husband at the bottom of the stairs, what my first thing would be and I wouldn't lead with my husband's had an accident yeah like open and i'd be like my husband fell down the stairs he's bleeding everywhere well so that's that's perfect it's perfect because peterson says my wife had an accident she is still breathing so michael peterson is already setting up a scenario with 911 operator an accident no she is still breathing this is something that peterson said without being asked still is now in this phone call he is expecting is he expecting her to stop breathing so he's already saying She's still breathing. So it's like, was he expecting her to be dead? So now one says, what kind of accident? Peter said, she fell down the stairs. She is still breathing. Please come. Peterson repeats, she is still breathing. Please is also repeated. Is she conscious? Peterson says, what? Uh, was Peterson not expecting the question? Did he answer with a question not to answer or to buy him time to give an answer? 911, is she conscious? Peterson, no, she is not conscious. Please. No, please is repeated here. 911, how many stairs did she fall down? So here's what I like is because how many stairs did she fall down? And this was a biggest gap of like, what, what, what? Yeah. Note that Peterson with a question to stall for time because he is not close to the wife. He is unable to see her, see the stairs for where he's from. So what they think is 
that he called from somewhere else. He wasn't even with her. He was like doing something else. And, and, uh, he, he was pausing to sit, to, to get his way to the stairs, to be able to count how many stairs there were to kind of save his ass. So she's like, how many stairs did, and Peterson said stairs, question mark. Pearson is trying to buy time because he is far from the scene. How many stairs? Uh, 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 after this question, Michael Pearson appears to be caught off guard. He uses what stairs, uh, 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 to buy time. So this has been like seconds are going by. And then he's, they, 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 she like she, when she, uh, when Ursula said that he's trying to buy time to get to the scene because in the nine one call, you can hear Pearson walking to the scene. So, 911, calm down, calm down, sir. No, damn, uh, no, damn. 1620, I don't know. Please get somebody here right now, please. No, please is repeated here twice. No, right away does he, uh, he has to need to align himself with the good guys. I guess Pearson found the cordless phone in the kitchen just behind the counter, very close to the service stairs where Kathleen's body was. But in the first 15 seconds of the phone call, Peterson wasn't approaching his wife. After around 15 seconds from the start of the phone call, the operator asked Peterson about the number of stairs. He was unable to answer because he wasn't even close to the scene. He was on the scene to look at the number of stairs just around 25 seconds after he dialed 911 and because he he was asked by the operator. One wonder how could he give information about his wife's condition if he wasn't close to her. So this goes on and on to say basically, you know, how this person debunked the whole situation, how he was saying like, she's, she's a a person that says she uses words in a conversation and she just, so, so when that whole situation, I think what I, I mean, are we at the point where we think who did what and how they did it? Well, um, do you uh, there, want me to read the, the verdict really quick? Yeah, I, I say let's, let's do the verdict because there's a key part in there um, that changes this. That, that obviously, we'll read the verdict, then we'll okay. talk about that, and then let's do it because, uh, yeah. Okay, I only have one more page and a half left, so we're almost there. Um, so the trial lasted four months, and the jury determined on October 10th, 2003, uh, that he was guilty of first degree murder without possibility of parole, so life in prison. Michael's kids were completely besides themselves, and his last words before uh, being taken to prison was, I love you and it will be all right. Michael maintained his innocence and began the appeal process right away. After years of attempts, um, so that was in 2003. After years of attempts, uh, finally in 2010, they had questioned the testimony of a Dwayne Deaver. He was the prosecutor's blood analysis, and they requested another trial be held be held um they questioned Deaver's lack of experience and his tactics during the trial and he actually represented the blood splatter analysis on another case where a man had been in prison for 17 years and was let free because they had found that Deaver's uh, analysis of the blood scene was unfair and incorrect mm-hmm. uh, the attorney general actually opened an investigation on Deaver and it was found that Deaver and other agents of the SBI repeatedly helped prosecutors get convictions by misrepresenting and suppressing evidence in over 34 cases over a span of 16 years. So um, I don't know if you watched the documentary, but I did think, man, this Deaver guy looks like a freaking idiot. Yeah, 100%. He just has a very punchable face. Yep, 100%. Really want to punch him through the screen. Yep. So Michael's team tried to get Michael a whole new trial, and this time when they brought it back in front of the same judge, in court, um, there, it was a juryless trial. He took an Alford plea, which means you're pleading guilty for a reduced sentence, but not pleading actual guilt. So you're still maintaining your innocence, but pleading guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, so they gave Michael a new trial where they decide 
uh, after they decided the formal trial was unfair. And in 2017, he pleaded guilty to voluntary manslaughter and was sentenced to 86 months in prison, but had already served 89 months in prison, about eight years. So he was released on time served. And as of today, Michael is a free man. Can I jump in on that real quick? Yeah. (laughs) Can can I jump in on that? So that's the part that I don't understand because – Ash, can you go back real quick on on his first sentence, right? He got sentenced. Yeah. And was it life without parole? Yeah. Life without the possibility of parole. Okay. And that was because they found him in that case guilty of murder. Because they found it to be premeditated right. murder. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So life without parole because there was murder, right? Yeah. So fast forward to this new this new trial. There was an error in the system, right? And they said, okay, well, shit, we either take the plea or we retrial, right? And you could run the risk. So yeah. explain to me on how in the justice system, this is just a question I have. The man that was on trial for how many fucking years, one of the biggest cases ever, right? Gets He pleads guilty of doing it. He's like, yep, I admit I murdered her. Okay. That's what he said. Yeah. Now they say, well, it's only 86 months. No big deal. You did 89 the attorney goes, well, we're going to take the plea. Uh, yeah, he did kill her. No big deal. He already served his time. Uh, we'll see you later. Judge is like, yeah. Well, the, I mean, the plea that they, I mean, he, what? you know, he paid eight hundred thousand dollars for this attorney. Um, yeah, the way that the way around someone. it, the way around it was basically when you, you know, when you, if you don't get your Miranda laws written, it's like almost like they fucked up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. basically, it was like there was a fuck up. And if they go back to this thing and try to use those those things, now the biggest the biggest chunk of evidence they had is now off the table. Yeah. So do we they, do they open this up and then this man gets tried as a as an innocent man at this point, or do they take the 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 quote unquote guilty plea where it it puts the family to rest? He's guilty. They know without opening. So there's, there's all, so the big thing it's is like, the system is what kind of, flawed. you know, what is flawed. And I think that's one of those things is we know that, you know, there's, there's so many red, there's so much red tape and the little things that just make no sense in the, in the, in the system of law that drives you, you fucking crazy by like one little, little thing. That's like, meh, this dude's good. Eight years is fine for him murdering. Cause uh, he murdered. I mean, in in my eyes, my opinion, obviously, like I I don't have I'm not a. Uh, let's talk about what we think. So what sorry, I think sorry, happened sorry. is I think something snapped. He pushed her. He she hit her head. Um, she was bleeding out, and he he just I, I think so with don't think that war, you don't think he hit her on the head with anything. Like no, I think he used his hands, and I think so. With the last lacerations that I see, I think he grabbed her fucking head and. And like, so he was, she, they were looking, they were, they were face to face. He grabbed her face and just slammed her head against a, a fucking, cause, cause wood is very different. It's a very, so metal, I think would have damaged the skull where I think wood just, uh, lacerated the back of her head. And I think he was a little drunk. They had a little, a little sauce in their system. And I think they were, I think she, she, he took her head and because the way that the lacerations are, there's no murder weapon ever found. There was no thoughts of it, so I think he used his hands and he bashed her head on a corner of a st- of one of the steps or the corner of the thing because you can see because the blood didn't go up. There's also cartilage, like a cartil. What they say, um, bruised neck cartilage, consistent. So with- I think. Well, I think that's what happened. Like, yeah, I think he pushed her against the stairs, like- and you know, and then and then when she got up because it showed that she got up and she had blood on the bottom of her feet, 
you know, after her, like, I think there was a, there was an altercation by the steps. He pushed her, she fell and like fucked up down here and he grabbed her and just went, cause he, he's gotten away with it before. He's like, you know what? I've had enough of this mm-hmm. bang, bang, like just fucking bashed her head. And then just basically left her there to die because he had blood on him. So there wasn't an overhead swing because of the cast wasn't, you know, it wasn't overhead. Cause it, when you swing yeah. up, blood went, went up, but if, blood you're, up. Yep. but if you're smashing this way, it's the, the blood went down this way onto the stairs. So that's and why the I corner think of the stairs where she's at, it's like all blood splatter, all blood splatter. Where yeah. I There's a lot of like blood splashing. everywhere. Yep. Well, what the defense tried to say about the blood splatter was that she had gotten blood from her head. It was like going down into her mouth. And then it. she was like coughing. She was like choking on the blood mm-hmm. and coughing it. She was laying there and that's how it got on the wall. And they Which even think it's still it it's, yeah, but it's a lot of that's, I mean, it's in, lot. in my in my opinion, obviously I'm not a medical medical professional and my ideas mean absolutely nothing, but I think what I believe is he grabbed her head and he's he he finished the job basically. I think it it started in a, in a, in a little bit of an altercation back mm-hmm. and forth. It, she she he pushed her down to the ground. He saw he saw red and murdered her because he knew and then after he it, it, you know, he's he's done this before. You know, he's potentially murdered somebody on the steps which he probably didn't ever expect anyone to say or to not believe this wasn't from a fall down the stairs i bet when he said she fell down the stairs i've called the 911 i've acted upset and manic i'm sure it didn't even cross his mind that anyone would question that no because they didn't shave the head last time when you shave the so, head, it looks real bad. That's, that's what I think did it. Is like if if they didn't shave the head, and obviously they were going to because this is this is modern times. Is they? I don't think he thought that was going to happen. I thought he was just going to get away with it. They weren't going to shave the head, and it was just going to happen. So I mean, that's where it's to me the way that the the, lacer- the lacerations on the, her head are, and the way I think it was it was it was a fight at the stairs because th- there was also dried blood on the walls. So I mean, this she she died prior. I mean, this, this she was already dead. The blood was dry. There was bl- dry blood on the wall when the paramedics got there. I mean, come on. I think he was trying to, in his head, trying to go over the moves of like what he's going to do. And I think that's, I think it was, yeah. I, think it, I don't think it was a runner weapon. I think it was his hand. And I think he blacked out and had the situation because yeah. he, has, he has dark secrets. And when you hold you it think, dark gosh? secrets, that's what happens. You with him? You with Man, balls on that? Imagine being married to someone for 17 years and you're happily married. Like imagine your loved one. Mm-hmm. 17 years you have a family together you you've gone on trips around the world together and then one day you're staring up at that person you love so much you found out they have a double life and they're killing you i just couldn't i i i don't know why this part of me just keeps every think of what everybody has secrets yeah and how murdering back to those i don't know you know so we all agree with balls Ash, you you in agreement with balls on this on, on your theory? Oh, Michael Peterson is guilty as fuck. You can tell he's lying and playing a character and pretending to be something. The entire just the quoting of how he talks to the camera about his this and this and how he makes it. A, my a wife, poem. Is, my wife's name has been whispered into my heart a thousand Dude, times. That is fucking weird. That, that man weird. is that. I mean, that man what? is a calculated intelligent psycho. human being and he's a psychopath yeah agreed. and i think it's in there, i say guilty yeah guilty Ash? guilty i'm going not guilty i think it was the owls you <laughs> son of a bitch. wait i want to hear your theory about the sun real quick oh no i you know i i don't well real quick i think he's guilty i i, I agree with balls on a lot of this uh maybe not so much the sun was the killer 
but I think the son helped because going back to the fact, wasn't he kind of right there with his dad? He was the first on, on the scene. First on the scene. Yeah, I guess according to Michael, he called him and said, Kathleen's been hurt. Come here. And he drove straight there and he was the first one on the scene with his father. And, and, that, and that's weird to me. I don't. I don't know. It just feels. But just at that time, when you when you lose your wife to all those little things like going on the computer and uh, calling yeah, the attorney at that man. time. If my wife is is I'm I'm grieving. I'm crying. Like mm-hmm. I mean, fucking uh, again. Yeah. You know, I, I again, I lost my father two years ago. I cried today. Like yeah. it's two years ago. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it's fucking. It's it's ridiculous that he wouldn't. There's no be acting different. If you were an empathetic human being, you'd be crying mm-hmm. and you wouldn't know what to do. You wouldn't know how to, you know what I mean? And I think that's that's where you have to listen, listen to it. I don't think he's an empathetic man. I think he loved his family. I think he just had a blackout thing and he just was like, and he's also a psychopath. I think he's a bipolar mm-hmm. psychopath. And, and it's just the, the the lay of the land of when, you know, people have crazy spouts, you know, it's, yep. it's you, yep. you have bad days and good days. I think this was just a bad day that turned into a worse day. Mm-hmm. I think, um, Man, sure. all these unsolved mysteries that we've been talking about just but they just bother me. Like I hate that we will never know. The only two people that know are Kathleen and Michael. And That's Kathleen's it. never gonna tell us and Michael's never gonna tell the truth. And it like that I think really the sun knows bothers me. I think the sun knows. I, I actually yeah, my theory I on all this is I think I, he I knows. Think- well, the thing is, look back if you go on YouTube and you can find where Todd actually. It's it's so goofy. Like he's he finds sobriety, he selfies, and he like. I think this kid is full of shit. I think he's just nuts. Um, yeah, you can selfies. see that the first two seconds, his eyes. You can Something's tell off, man. Psycho eyes off. is yep. out there, but I think yep. it's just. I think you're confusing that with the eyes of a psychopath, and which is his father's eyes. Like I said before, and I think yeah. I think right. that's it's just the feeling of I think his father just masks it better, but it's still crazy. But also, I have a really good question to end this. I think okay. um, let's wrap it up. The How thing are we is, take us out, balls? so in 2020, the Peterson House sold for 1.6 million dollars. So okay. the, my question is, if there was a, 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 a murder that happened in a, in a house, or that you that you know it's happened, and it's a very a famous famous like, murder in that house, yeah. you know, that would you would you buy that house? No. I, I hope this is where you surprise us and tell us you bought it, and we're all going to live there. Um, I wish, Yay! but the thing, um, so the, so the house the house sold for one point six million dollars on April tenth, two thousand twenty. The wow. estimated worth of the house is almost three million dollars. So I don't know if they paid less because there was a murder in it, but I'll oh, tell I'm you, sure. I would one hundred percent buy a house that there was a murder in, yeah, because that does not affect me one bit because I am a psychopath myself. I don't believe that. I don't believe that one bit, Josh. You don't good. have that's psycho eyes. Yes, he does. That's a good question. He's got psycho thoughts, Ash. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> but uh, episode 19, The Staircase, great episode. Uh, Ash, you killed it. it. Balls, you killed it. Uh, if you're listening, please let us know on Discord, on Twitter. We see a lot of great feedback. So, um, I, I'm, I mean, we're going to end it with he's guilty, mm-hmm. right? We're all saying he's guilty. He's admitted that he's guilty, so that's we could say it. Um, and also, uh, let us know if you'd live in that house. Cause I would not live in that house. And do we know who bought the house? I just clicked it out, but I can, I can with, with, we'll put it in the discord, we'll put it in the discord, house, man, 1.6, what would you say? 1.6, 1.6 million dollars. I think man, that's a great deal. What that gets you out here. It gets you a nothing. Shaft. It's your shoebox yeah. in California. Hey, in Pennsylvania gets you a whole town. So well, there you go. All right. <sighs> episode 19. Appreciate you all. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, great episode. Yeah. Good shit. Yeah.